Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk all about AEW Dynamite from last night. We cover the AEW World Championship picture from all angles including how it started and how it ended up in the main event between Moxley and Kyle O'Reilly. Also get into somebody who wasn't a part of the Battle Royal, and that's Wardlow. We get into the whys and why maybe he should have been a part of the opening contest on Dynamite. Also, somebody who was on Dynamite. Finally, your AEW Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. You were talking about two people that you would have put in that battle royal last night. Correctamundo. And I feel these two, here's why. Uh, I will straight up say who they are. Hangman Page and Wardlow. And it would have been once they walked out or if Wardlow was the guy who walked out last or if Paige was the one who walked out last, you would be like, oh, my gosh. And, yes, I understand that we already had, you know, uh, Finley versus Paige advertised. And I know that we're going with, um, well, now that I know I'm going with um, a potential three-way or, you know, Hangman Page called out that he wants to face the New Japan World Champion. I think those were big moments. But, but again, when, I, when I'm talking – to you these and and especially for the listeners this is when you're and everyone is so super critical and it's kind of our job to analyze it but when you're running a show you have to think about okay i have a sold out event where our already card is subject to change yeah. and then i have all these injuries so how am i going to get to this best point moving forward to where i want to go Hangman Page and John Moxley is one hell of a main event. And you could literally put the title back on Page. And then you have, <clears throat> excuse me, Page and Punk again. And Page now has the, you may have beat me, but while you got hurt, I went and continued to do what I do best and defended the title. And I've always been here blah, 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 that same path that he went, but he's now being redirected elsewhere. 
And with Wardlow, the only reason why I say put him in there, because I was unhappy with the explanation of why he wasn't in the battle royal. If you did not tell me why he wasn't in the battle royal, I wouldn't have cared. But if you really think about what he said, and I don't want to say it was a a negative towards him. He spoke on the microphone. He looks great. The people were still into him. It was different how we've seen him. He's not this beast, which at times this is. It's a bit of a risk because we where we want to, especially in wrestling, we want to we love repetition. And when I say that, I will tell you that if Scotty Tuhati is wrestling and someone hits a turnbuckle or wakes up by the ropes and Scotty gives him a bulldog and pops up, oh, here comes a worm. Or if the rock does a spine buster, we'll say, oh, wait, here comes the people's elbow. Or when John Cena comes back, we're all going to wait till we all say, you can't see me in your face. That's what we want to see. Correct. Correct. So. That's a risk. Anyway, his explanation, I want to be the champion once I beat CM Punk. That's the person I want to beat. Now I'm like, hmm, okay, so now you don't want to be that the interim champion, which I get, you're a competitor. But if he would have went in there, beat everybody in the company, become the champion, and I'm just going from the logic that he said, then he would have beaten everybody, and then he could have been the champion and then face Punk once he's the champion. I, I, it's funny, Tommy. As you're talking, I don't, I don't agree with you on the Hangman page, but I'll put that aside for just okay. a second. I totally agree with you on the Wardlow. Like when it was, it was a little bit cringe for me when he made the explanation why he wasn't going to go after the AEW World Championship. Like, I think you could have done something in the Battle Royal with Scorpio Sky that that would have directed him towards that TNT championship other than the world championship. Like, or just David. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go please. Have Lambert, Ethan page, Scorpio sky all out there to cut a little bit of a promo. He's the best chance. Everyone's talking about this title. This is the only title that matters. Wardlow, Wardlow. He comes back. He comes down to answer the challenge of the cocky champion, which then makes Wardlow a bigger baby face. And he just, you know, he could destroy whoever in his path. I would wait on the Lambert thing because Lambert gets the heat. But if you, here's my only why I did not like on that really quick, Tommy, before you continue, because what you just said, I think is genius. Because you got to get some more heat on Lambert. And your explanation that on that would have done that. Because Lambert, you know, we've seen Lambert kind of, it's been a little bit weird with Dan Lambert lately. And it's going back all the way back to, to Brandy and Cody Rhodes, right? I think that would have been the best way to get heat on Dan Lambert because Wardlow is so hot right now. Correct. As well as Scorpio Sky. Yes. And I don't know if Scorpio Sky isn't banged up. I saw him after his match. He looked like he tweaked his groin or his knee. Um, and even now he was walking out to the uh, stage. And it was also, I want to feel booked a little bit backwards 
because I'm the baby face making the challenge. And then here comes the, the heel champion to be like, oh, you want to have this? And then the heel is stopped from making the match. The heel's looking like the badass as opposed to the badass that's in the ring. Sometimes you, you just... And my biggest problem with all of this is Wardlow's explanation of why he was in the match. If you did not tell me, I literally don't think anyone would have said, well, why isn't Wardlow in that match? Because it's the proverbial Jedi mind trick. Yeah. I am going after the, this guy's talking smack. He's so cocky, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's a short segment. And then here comes Wardlow. And it could be a quick little interaction, or it could have been almost that same exact promo. And then here, you know, here we go. And it was just, it was a little bit of bizarro world. Uh, but I'm always looking at the proverbial heel baby face role and it was reversed. And those, when you already put somebody out of their mix, he's in street clothes. He's not, you know, there to kill anybody. Those are where you take little risks on, on people who are not made yet. And he is made, but he's not made yet. It took a little bit of air out of, of the excitement for Wardlow because Nobody's harder than Wardlow right now. The fans love Wardlow. They were on their feet when he came out. So the last thing you want to do is like, you know, I'm not going to go after the world championship, but I'm going to go after a secondary championship. That's the one that I choose. Can't do that. It just doesn't sound exciting. doesn't make a lot of sense. If you think about the history of wrestling, when I'm facing the Intercontinental Champion or if I'm facing the U.S. Champion, I'm talking, you know, 80s wrestling uh, or even 90s, I'm not talking that the title the title I'm facing or want is the most important thing in my life. And but what his verbiage was, that's the most important thing, but I want this title. It, it, these are risks that you take when you have baby faces that are so so close and you could literally lose that steam off of a person. And we always, I always say this too, the biggest thing, once you win that title, and I'm talking about Hangman Page, what's next? How do you get back to that level? That's why there's greatness in Miz. That's why there's greatness in all these wrestlers that win the title and then they stay on top as opposed to there's so many wrestlers that have won the title and then they're no longer in that picture. It's a, it's a big difference, and those are these are the risks that, and they're they're, they're risks that aren't needed to be done. Yeah, it was. It Warlow wasn't a, that, could have been in that path. If I'm the best, there's nobody in this company. Everyone's talking about this title. This is the only title that matters. Here comes Wardlow. That place would have erupted. And if um, Scorpio Sky powdered. Or if Ethan Page stood there, like, I'll kick your ass, blah, 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 blah. He got blasted. Scorpio Sky runs and like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to see? Tommy, Tommy, you're a thousand percent right. I mean, that would have been the way to go. See, when you talk about that champion, if it was like, say, the WWE, you could have somebody in the stature of a Wardlow. I'm talking about hot. You know, everybody's into him. A lot of buzz. 
You can have that wrestler say, you know what? I want to go after the Intercontinental Championship because I grew up watching those Intercontinental Champions. I was the biggest Shawn Michaels fan when he was Intercontinental Champion. It was always my dream to hold that Intercontinental Championship. We saw it recently with Xavier Woods, right? With King in a Ring. You know, it was always, I always wanted to be King in a Ring. You know, I grew up watching the King in a Ring tournament. Like you could do that in the WWE because there's history there. With this championship, there's no history. You're absolutely right, Tommy. They should have done it in reverse. It should have been Scorpio Sky in that ring. And then you bring out the baby face. Uh, it, was, it was a little bit tough to swallow that explanation last night. Yeah. And, and the Page thing, man, I'm, I'm a big Hangman Page yeah. fan. And I get that he lost. I get where he's going to be facing you know, the New Japan champion, whomever that is um but i would have loved to see him and moxley i would i was really on the fence about uh him and punk in the sense of who is going to win and then though you can never predict an injury but it's just like man like if punk didn't just get hurt i and i would have just said stat had status quo or had them go for a rematch in um, Chicago, you know what I mean? It would have just, it, it's one of those uh, alternate universe things where it's just like, man, if I didn't make that decision uh, for the title switch, I wonder what would have, would have been. It would have, well, listen, Punk and Tanahashi in Chicago for a pay-per-view would have been a moment, but I don't hate Moxley and Tanahashi. Well, if it is Tanahashi, nope. go to. I don't hate that at all. And speaking of Moxley, when we come back, let's get into the main event that we saw last night between Moxley and Kyle O'Reilly. We'll do that when Tommy and I are back right here on Busted Open. This is Pro Bowler Brandon Marshall with the I Am Athlete Podcast Network on Sirius XM. Touchdown, Brandon Marshall! Don't miss a new generation of sports talk. Every night with I Am Athlete tonight, we're talking sports culture, music, no filter, no limit. Catch it live every night at 7 Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Or look for the I Am Athlete Tonight podcast every night on the SXM app. Included with all our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now let's get into the main event from last night, Kyle O'Reilly and John Moxley. Now, I think that we all knew who was going to ultimately win that match. It was going to be Moxley. Makes sense for him to go to the Forbidden Door pay-per-view and face whoever's going to win at Dominion between Goto and Tanahashi. But I'll tell you what, the way they got there, I loved. Excellent main event between those two last night. Yep, uh, and you knew it would be. Um, the matches at Kyle O'Reilly, we, you know, we spoke about it earlier, but... Listen, enough doesn't get said about John Moxley's in-ring. You know, he's known as more of a wild brawler, but man, he's a great wrestler. And he's another guy who has incorporated different styles into his repertoire. And they pop for, he, and this comes from his time in WWE, he knows when to hit his finisher. He knows when to go for it. He's such a polished in-ring worker. He's also, you know, former AEW world champion. And he's another guy who's really like, and I was saying before, how do you elevate your game once you're there? And, and you know, um, we're, people are talking about other people that should have been in the battle Royal, like a Chris Jericho, all that stuff. These, I got to go back and talk about when you're putting a show together, obviously, you know, you're getting to, Jericho and Eddie Kingston and all that match that you're having, you can't put all your, you know, cards into one match. It's so hard. And I know, like I say this to everybody, I've even said it to bully. I I run one show, see how difficult it is. And then, and and I'm not talking about just anybody could put together a card, but when it's your money on the line, when it's, You see all these expenses. We were talking to Tony Khan yesterday. I was, you know, when we had the free Tanahashi reveal, uh, I was just recently asked to go to Japan, a plane ticket. And this is an economy is like $4,400 and I won't fly economy. So I'm sure Tanahashi's business class, maybe first class hotel. You got to pay the guy. 
you think about the financial number put on a guy. And then what is the big reveal when he's not helping draw one person to that, to the crowd? Cause he's a surprise. That's an expensive surprise. And those are things that when you're putting together a show, you're like, huh? Wow. I just spent this much money. Yes. The people are going to react, but then how do you capitalize on that? I'm sure if you're saying, Hey, Tanahashi's going to show up on a show um, and he's not wrestling. But if you say Tanahashi is going to be there, you may get more people to tune in. These are like all these things when you're when you're running an episodic wrestling show. And for Tony, I'm sure he has either in, in, in Tony brain or on a piece of paper. This is the card I want. I have to erase my main event because that's no longer happening. And then how do I get there? And they got there great because. It, it was such a solid match between Kyle O'Reilly and John Moxley. And now Moxley's going to advance and it all worked. But these are the things you really do have to think of when you are running one show and not just if, even if you're watching wrestling, it's an overall bigger picture. And I think in a modern era, we have seen it where, with Becky and um, Bianca when that started at SummerSlam and it was the quick and everyone was up in arms. It went all the way around to that arc. If you're telling a story and it got everybody because you had heel turns, you had all this stuff. Bianca went one way, but then they met all back up together. It's really real. That, and that's called creative writing. Yeah, and you know what? Like watching that Max match last night, and you're right. Watching that match, how physical that match is. I, I, Moxley, we talk a lot about John Moxley on this show. He's great. I mean, he really is. Uh, this is the perfect fit for him. Is AEW just because I know how much he loves pro wrestling, and Kyle O'Reilly as well. I mean, you're seeing two greats in the ring in that main event. Yes, I know we all knew that kind of Moxley was going to win. But when he had that sleeper on Kyle O'Reilly, and then it turned into the choke, and they did a close-up of Kyle O'Reilly's face, and you actually seeing it turn purple, like that's, that's how you buy in. That's how you get invested in a match. And even though I kind of knew the outcome, it's hard not to get invested in the John Moxley match. Yeah. Um, when I, I heard the regal knee, I had yeah. a flashback cause I've taken the regal knee and I remember I had a lump on my temple and man, when I got hit, it was an instant headache. And every, I, I remember kept like, I, I, it hurt to put ice on it cause it was on my temple Oof. and sleeping when I laid my head down, it hurt. And then when you finally fall asleep, but when every time I turn over and if you think about like specific shots that as athletes have taken, and again, this is on my temple. Every time I turned over, even when I'm asleep, I'd get woken up because of the pain that I have on my, in my head, um, which may have not been brain damage, but Hey, I'm still here. Um, but what I'm saying is those shots and knee strikes 
are very, very hard to control a lot more than like a super kick. And, but a physical matchup, I go back and watch when John Cena choked out Umaga. Umaga's tongue starts rolling. And Umaga was just like, oos, like, you know, I'm, my tongue is rolling back in my mouth. You got to like, stop. You get lost sometimes in the action, but yes, physical confrontations happen like that. And those two guys are very, very physical, delivered one hell of a main event. Go back and watch Regal and Antonio Noki from WCW. Anoki choked him out for real because Regal didn't want to tap or something like that. So he just thought it would be more impressive if he choked me out. Hey, you eventually get woken up. It's a nice sleep. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. Taylor Matern, one of the two screenwriters on the new Adam Sandler movie, Hustle. When I originally wrote the draft, there was one producer on board. I told him, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this as if I was... 13-year-old me reading Slam Magazine, right? That's going to be the tone of this. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. And here's something that we've talked a lot about here on Busted Open, and that is Thunder Rosa, your AEW Women's Champion. Now, you can hear Thunder Rosa right here on Busted Open uh, on Fridays, Falls Count Anywhere Friday in our third hour. She is on with us and Mark Henry right here on Busted Open every Falls Count Anywhere Friday. So can't wait to talk to her in a couple of days, Tommy. And I will say this. When it comes to your aid or tomorrow, uh, <laughs> I'll say this when it comes to Thunder Rosa. And I listen, it's something that I've been kind of sensitive about over the last few months since she won the championship. This is actually her first title defense on either Dynamite or Rampage since she's won the AEW Women's Championship. I know she had the one special that was on the weekend, Battle of the Belts. Uh, Also, she's had the one defense on pay-per-view against Serena Deeb. 
She's somebody that we haven't heard a lot from at all on TV. I, I mean, Tommy, we've heard a lot from Thunder Rosa on our show. Thunder Rosa has described her journey uh, to get to AEW and to win that championship on our show. Haven't really gotten that opportunity on AEW programming. And it was funny last night. I was like, all right, we get a backstage vignette with Thunder Rosa. We get a match with Thunder Rosa. And then we also, coming out of that match, get an angle possibly with Tony Storm. So I got to be honest with you. When I was thinking about it, Tommy, I was like, all right, finally, they're giving her some time on the microphone. They're giving her a match in the ring. And they're also setting up an angle. But I was very surprised. People on social media were still pissed about the way they were using Thunder Rosa. And I didn't get it coming off of last night. And it's funny, Tommy, I have a conversation with Paul, our producer, before today's show. And I was like, Paul, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why people are so grumpy about Thunder Rosa. She had a backstage vignette. She had a match. And I set up an angle possibly with Tony Storm. And Paul's like, Dave, that was not the way you use your AEW Women's Champion. And I asked him to explain. So, Paul, our producer, please give me the explanation of what you said to me before today's show. Yeah, absolutely. So, I thought that you want to keep your World Heavyweight Champions looking as strong as possible unless they're in peril. And yet, when they threw backstage to Thunder Rosa, it was like, we had a promo with her, and then they finished her thought. It was like they came in mid-sentence, and she said about eight words before Marina Shafir interrupted her. It made her look really weak in that moment. It's like, why, why aren't they giving her more mic time, right? So if you're a fan, you're like, I want to hear Thunder Rosa talk. So then they go to the match, and she wins, not with her finisher, to make her look strong against Marina Shafir, who's still new to the roster. She wins with a roll-up. Okay, well, at least she won, right? But then this heel that you have, Marina Shafir, she beats her up after the match, puts our babyface champion in peril. And so they need to bring out another babyface to come and save the champion who can certainly defend for herself. If you watch the match, you know that match was super hard hitting. So then Tony Storm comes out. Oh, Tony Storm picks up the title. Now the focus is on Tony Storm. Is she going to challenge for that AEW World Championship? We'll see. The focus is on Tony Storm and what she's going to do. So watching it from my perspective and possibly some people online, we gave the World Champion eight words to say. We gave her a fairly cheap win. And then we we attacked her after the match and had somebody else save her. So that was my gripe with how they used Thunder Rosa last night. They're not keeping her looking strong. And you know what? After Paul gave that explanation, Tommy, you know, he's right. Like, I'm not looking at it as how should you be using your AEW Women's Champion. I'm thinking about, hey, here's Thunder Rosa. I'm a fan. I just want to see her on TV. It shouldn't be, I just want to see Thunder Rosa on TV. It should be treated as you should be treating a world champion. I think there's a lot of truth, Tommy, to what Paul just said. What say you? Let's say you. Um, I I can agree with a lot of what you guys are talking about or what Paul is talking about. Um, here's 
forget about social media for a second. Mm -hmm. Like everyone was, was up in arms. You were up in arms that you didn't see Thunder Rosa right after her big match against Serena Deeb. Then you find out she was ill. She was sick. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Um, these are how we react. These are knee-jerk decisions because that's the world we live in and we react without knowing something. And I always say this, facts. So now we do, like you said, she had a backstage segment. She had a very, very long competitive match. I agree with Paul. Uh, some of, I hated the baby face coming to make the save. And then the two babyface women hitting, causing uh, Thunder Rosa to be able to hit her finish. I don't know if if I would have had Thunder Rosa um, come out there. I loved her promo. It could have gotten interrupted or Marina could have said, hey, I want to step up. Here comes St Tony Storm. And those two have the match and Thunder Rosa on commentary. And then that whole match set up the same way where then it's Thunder Rosa comes to make the save for Tony Storm. And then, you know, to her belt could have been dropped. Tony Storm's like, thank you, then picks up that title. You don't know where you have. Then you have the beef. Marina could be to, to Thunder Rosa. Hey, why did you get involved in my match at the end of my match? Now you have an opponent for thunder rosa with marina and then you could reverse it where you have tony storm watching this match and if you're going to build to a tony storm versus thunder rosa which is a very very good match because obviously you can't do thunder rosa versus marina again because she beat her and yeah. wins and losses matter so i agree with the assessment and maybe again the execution sometimes you just got to think differently it will still get you to the same path but then you always got to use human psychology. If two people are beating up one person, guess what's going to happen? They're going to turn on those two people, and the one person's going to look like the babyface. It's not going to happen in this situation because sometimes how we remember things, they just happen so quickly, and we'll probably have forgotten about this by rampage but if it was done this way you now have two viable options for your champion to face in again a division where obviously Britt baker is one place jade is another and thunder rosa is another and yes that division has finally gotten to the point where it's loaded in depth but if you're looking, you're going to go Jade versus Athena. We don't know where Britt Baker is going. So there's all these different routes to how you want to get there. But sometimes it's that match should have been something with maybe Tony Storm and Marina and Thunder Rosa could have, you know, hey, I'm cutting a promo. Marina interrupts. Oh, you don't know who's next? Well, why don't you watch what I do in the ring? Okay. See you out there, honey. And it's her uh, versus Tony Storm. You could have done it uh, like for your scenario, maybe not the best one, but if Tony Storm is having a match <clears throat> with Marina Shafir, and you know what, Thunder Rose is on commentary, and she's got her championship title, 
And then when the match is over, Tony Storm looks at that championship title. You could have gone that route. If you're going to have an attack after a match, you know, if, again, just using as an example, if Thunder Rosa was wrestling, let's say, Jamie Hayter, and then there was interference on the outside after the match from, you know, Rebel and Britt Baker. So it's a three-on-one situation, and Tony, Tony Storm comes out. All right, it makes sense. Or, like you said, it wouldn't have happened because she's a champion, but Jade. And the baddies came out, and there was outside interference after the match, and it's a three-on-one situation. All right, Tony Storm. But Thunder Rosa just won the match. And as Paul said, not convincingly, she did it with a, it's a, it was a very physical matchup, and you won with a roll-up. Roll Marita Shafir, I'm sorry, she's doing some good things. She's getting better. She's not a main eventer. So there's no, it doesn't hurt Marina Shafir if Thunder Rosa hits her finishes and gets the one, two, three. Doesn't hurt Marina Shafir at all. But Marina, they treated Marina Shafir like she was Dr. Britt Baker. She loses with a roll up and then attacks Thunder Rosa after the match where Thunder Rosa needs help from Tony Storm. Like it, when, when Paul told me his explanation, before the show, it was like, holy shit. I'm actually just thankful at this point to see Thunder Rosa on TV, even though she's your AEW Women's Champion. I agree with Paul. This was not the way to treat your champion. And, oh, yeah, by the way, CM Punk is out. So for the moment, we don't have a world champion. Our world champion it's Thunder Rosa. So you probably want her to look as strong as humanly possible. Because right now, she is, for the moment, she is your only active world champion. Yep. And the only other thing, you want to have representation all the time of your champions, uh, male and female. There are a lot of titles now in AEW, and you do have a lot of top talent. You also only have two hours of your show that what you're going to invest in. Listen, the fans love Thunder Rosa and rightfully so. Uh, I was happy to see her wrestle. Would have done it a little differently myself, but it's not my company. And But I don't think we need to see our champions wrestle every week. I, I get that we finally got to see her wrestle. It was an excellent match. Um, it, my scenario would have given us two other, like you said, Marina's not a main eventer. She's not a main eventer yet. She had an excellent performance and I saw a lot in her and it's a way again, to build your talent as opposed to, Hey, here's just a little backstage. And I also disagree with you that, uh, we'll forget about this by rampage. I saw enough people that are kind of upset about this, which I actually think is a good thing because you want to be emotionally invested in your champions and your baby face where it's not going to be a situation where they're just going to forget it until the fans see what they want to see. And again, it's not a lot. Give her some mic time. Treat her like a way a world champion should be treated. I think I, I, that's just my opinion. Again, there could be other people that think completely different than me. I just didn't think that was the best segment to get from Thunder Rosa last night. Okay, but if your if your complaint is she's not on television, she was just on television and she was given a lot of time. 
And I'm with you. I, I think there's, a, I, I've said this over and over again, there's a bigger story to tell with Thunder Rosa. I watched it on the, uh, right before, I forgot what the show is called. It's right before their, their pay-per-view. It was almost like the, it's a complete recap show. It was brilliant. And they made me more invested in somebody that, uh, yes, the buy-in. It was great. But there, there's a bigger story with her. The fans love her. And I feel she, if, it's, if you're not on Dynamite, you need to be on Rampage. If you're not on Rampage, you need to be on Dynamite. If you're a champion, straight up. Yeah, it's and I also do feel that wrestling fans, because of how we are programmed, we are programmed to forget because that's how it that's how it has been, as opposed to how it used to be instead of now. But Tommy, as I said, I, I, I went to, I put my head on the pillow last night saying, All right, hey, she had a little bit of mic time. She had a match, and she set up an angle with a pretty big star in Tony Storm. I'm like, all right, this is a step in the right direction. But then talking to Paul and reading what a lot of people feel about it, I can understand that as well. Yep. That was after watching three episodes of the Rockford Files before I went to bed because there was a bit of a Rockford Files marathon on Get TV last night, so I had to catch that before going to bed. Nothing like get old TV. Um, That's a whole other segment we could talk about. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen. And... Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.